Welcome back to Boys and Ghouls Film Review, folks. I'm your host, Sarah Stevenson. This is my co-host, Mike Stevenson. Hi, guys. And tonight we'll be reviewing the Ghostbusters Afterlife that was made, released in 2021. Yep, it's a supernatural comedy film. Funny, that, eh? Mm, yeah, it's yeah, funny. And yeah. the funny thing is, guys, this was going to be released in 2020, but then the COVID hit and we and had to postpone it. And or whatever. They, they said, well, we'll delay it until as the time is right. And, mm. obviously, it must have been because they did pretty good at the box office. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well. Well. And I, the one thing I like about this movie is it's it redeems the... Um, um, it's a re- it's better than the f- the one with the female one than that, that came out. I mean, Mike here doesn't really agree with me. No, but I didn't say that. I look, I said the third movie in the Ghostbusters franchise yeah. is a good standalone Alone movie. movie. A reboot. It, well, if you will. it's a reboot using females doing the roles of the original Ghostbusters. Mm-hmm. I do like the film where it holds all the role reversals. They had a male secretary who was a dumb blonde and stuff. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and that, things like that. So they had lots of little things going on, which is... Yeah. Yeah, they had yeah. a, a... Yeah. Yeah. Some anyway, interesting people. Yeah, it. so yes. it's not one of my favourites, 100%. Well, yeah, it doesn't have to be one of your favourites, 100%. I think 100%, that yeah. if it didn't came out, say, a few years ago, and this one um, came out at the right time... Um, I would have said that this wouldn't wouldn't have been an improvement. Having said that, th- I get the impression this took this, this was this was in development for so long. This could have been number three. Mm. Ah, which it was, but it wasn't. They made the other the other guy made the other movie. Yeah, the reboot. In the mean, the reboot mm. because this movie's having so much trouble getting off the ground. Script rewrites, people yeah. want to be in it, people don't want to be in it, yada, yada, yada. Yeah. I'll talk about it a bit later on about in the production yeah. side of things. You'd be surprised how long it took to get space. Oh, by the way, guys, going. before we continue, yeah. the mm. original director who did the original Ghostbuster movies, he passed away this, this year. This year, February, I think, yeah. Mm. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Ivan Reitman. Yeah. Now, his son actually directed this. Yeah, and he written it mm. half the script. Uh, yeah, 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 co-writer, Jason, uh, oh, yeah, I'll, I'll go through them. Produced by Ivan Reitman. He's gone to heaven now. we join the other ghost. Now, uh, directed by his son, Jason Reitman, and Jason was already or, or also a co-writer with a Gil Cannon. There you go. Now, obviously, it's a sequel to the first two, hmm. not the third, because there was a reboot. Hmm. Not no, to be confused, guys. To, even though the other the guys had cameos in it, didn't mean a thing. No. Um, it's set 32 years after the events of Ghostbusters 2. And yes. they are pushing a bit because in, in Ghostbusters 1 and 2, Egon, we don't believe, was married. And now we have a lady who is separated or divorced or something rather from her husband. He's got two kids and one of the kids is 15 years old. She must have been a child bride or had the um, kids really no, young. Um, no, he was married to a woman and that woman um, was had a daughter and that daughter went on to having a few kids, you know, two years, you know, a few years later. That wasn't a child bride, Dad. That was his daughter that you... Well, you, I just said... You said that that woman went I said went on his daughter must have been a child bride who she got married to the guys he no longer lives with. That's what I said, okay? Mm-hmm. <sighs> I wish you would listen to me for once. She must have got married or got pregnant when she was in her teens mm-hmm. to make its storyline work, okay? Listen to me just for once. Mm-hmm. She was a child bride, possibly, or she got pregnant young. Mm-hmm. Hence, her 15-year-old son. Mm-hmm. Okay? It makes sense, though, because she yeah. would have to be have kids, say, when she was in her 30s. Or at least, or older, because they then by the time this story takes place, it was two thousand twenty-one. She would not have children at a young age. I'm just saying. I don't know. Your math isn't really good. What I'm saying to you, it says here. She was born. This movie is set thirty-two years after Ghostbusters two. There was no mention of Egon being married in Ghostbusters 1 or 2. Yes. He must have met somebody after Ghostbusters no, 2. No, his daughter was born in, in, in 1982, long, two years before Ghostbusters got assembled. 
Where did you get this from? I looked it up. Are you talking about his real daughter? No, not his real daughter. Well, where did you get this from? Is that mean tonight? I haven't heard anything about him being married at all. It's mentioned in the in trivia documentary. They said that she was born in 1982, two years before the movie came out. So, even though it's not mentioned in the movie anywhere, mm-hmm. in Ghostbusters 2, or Ghostbusters, by Ghostbusters 1, he, he was secretly married and had a child. Yeah, because okay. you do Something see new. later on in the story that when the, they, when the um, Ghostbusters confront Gozer, this was in 1984, and two then, years I, after his daughter was born. Okay, I'll take your word for it because I have watched the movies many times and they mentioned they've been having any daughters or wife or a dog or a picket fence or anything else. It was else. not important. Imagine, imagine they got separated and, the, and he was obsessed with the ghosts. Yeah, yeah was they mentioned of That's what I'm saying. There's no mentioned of in the films. And that's, that's all I said. That's though. why <laughs> him and his daughter were estranged because he yeah. was obsessed with science and maths and, and ghost hunting and he kind of um, yeah. got... Um, what tied up and all that, yeah. and I guess his wife couldn't handle the fact he's obsessed Possibly. with science and decided to take her child and leave. Possibly, him. and it was never mentioned by the Ghostbusters because they no, didn't I know talk where about the trivia actually came from. I found it on IMDb, and who put it in there? Because uh, I haven't, and it was mentioned by the characters. What character? <laughs> Well, the, daughter, well, the daughter mentioned that she was born in so-and-so this time, and it was okay, long before, and she didn't want to talk it. about her dad and all that stuff. And Anyway, it doesn't matter. I'll take your Let's go it. back to what we're talking about, the, the movie, yeah. not talk about the stupid thing with the daughter. I think they're wrong. Anyway, anyway carry on. Uh, blah, 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 blah. Uh, okay, budget, 75 mil. Uh, as at these current figures, I believe it's made 204 mil. Mm. At the box office, that doesn't include obviously home media, which obviously mm. would see it making a few more dollars there. Uh-huh. Um, uh-huh. Now, it was the tenth highest-grossing film in two thousand twenty-one. No surprise. That's not too bad. Yeah, not too uh, shabby. And it was relatively successful. Of course, they had kept the budget reasonably tight. Sweet. Seventy-five mil. That tight budget. Mm. <laughs> anyway, here we go. A list of the players, if you will. Okay, uh, Carrie Coon plays Callie Spengler. Um, Finn Wolfhard plays her son Trevor, which would be Egon's grandson. Yeah, interesting thing, guys. He he was the actor who was in Stranger Things and in the the Stephen King's It Chapter 1. He does get around. Well, he suits That'd that. That'd be, pe- be, be the remake. He suits yeah. the period, yeah. even though this is not an eighties thing. It's no, um, yeah. it's two thousand twenty-one. He's sort adaptable. Of thing. He's okay. adaptable. Now, as a young girl, I'm not quite sure how old she's supposed to be in the movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, Trevor's younger sister, mm-hmm. Phoebe, is played by McKenna Grace. Now, mm-hmm. she's been in quite a lot of things for her age. I won't go mm-hmm. through what she's been in, but mm-hmm. she is a very good little actress. I looks good, acts well. I think there's um. A future for her in movie world. Um, Paul Rudd plays Gary Gribison. What a wonderful name. Uh, he's a love interest of the leading lady, Carrie. Yeah. Yeah, and he's not too bad looking. Yeah, yeah. Bad. I've seen him in, in um, Halloween and let me see, The Curse of Michael Myers. And he was also in Coolest, you, you know, Did too. Did you say he had a choice in between this movie and another movie? Yeah, or? Halloween Kills. Yeah, so he cho- chose this movie instead. Yeah. Isn't that great? I guess he wanted to... He was. You said something about him being a fan of the genre? I think he liked the, 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 the genre yeah, or the movies, uh, this sort of movie and uh, Ghostbusters mm. in particular. So he wanted to do this movie. Mm. Of course, he probably thought it was going to be fun. I'll just do another couple of people. Mm. Here we go. Logan Kim plays a little guy called Podcast who's just into... Yeah, you're doing podcasts, bugger. Um, yeah, he ha- does he have a boom ha- gun or whatever they call he it? He has a shotgun microphone. A shotgun, he keeps shoving everybody's face. Um, mm-hmm. He's a nice kid, little kid. He's got one subscriber. Don't, Guess who it is? Don't tell him. Yeah, no, we'll tell That's you later. So um, <laughs> Celeste O'Connor, a very nice, attractive young girl. She plays Lucky Domingo. 
Um, she becomes a sort of a love interest for uh, Trevor. Mm-hmm. He, he's keen on her. Now, our friends Bill Murray, Dan Aykroyd, Ernie, Annie Potts and Sigourney, Sigourney Weaver all get a bit of a cameo job in this movie. And not to mention the character who plays, I mean, the the, the actor who plays um, Janine, I think her name is. I just said Annie Potts. Oh, yeah, Annie Potts, I, sorry. I just said that. Sorry. Now, I will mention one person here, or two people, <laughs> uh, whatever. Bob Gunton, credited as the ghost farmer, and Ivan Reitman also uh, portrayed living and ghostly versions of Egon. Egon, obviously, um, is no longer with us because our little friend passed away. Um, Harold passed away. What, what year was it? A couple of years, a couple of years ago? Hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And is that sad? He's passing. Yeah. Um, and just so you guys know, before hmm. we begin, um, when... He- when the um, they were coming, when they were making the script for this movie, um, Jason, the director, he actually approached the family of H- Harold uh, and asked them permission if they could u- he could use uh, his image, his, Im- his yeah. their image, his their father's image, and they said they're fine, but for one condition, not to make him resemble the actual what he looked like, you know, when he's in that usually off, you know, now, you know, if he was still alive now, I mean. Uh, if he just to resemble exactly like his character would have been, you know, back in the two other Ghostbuster movies, make him look like he hasn't grown any fat, body fat, or anything like that. Or they develop. kept him realistic. Yeah, keep older, him, but no, yeah. not falling apart. Maintaining yeah. that Egon um, Spangler image, but a bit grey around the hairline and stuff. And yeah, bit, that's bit, what bit, I'm bit, referring yeah. to. Anyway, uh, by the way, they they actually use prosthetics and digital makeup. So, yeah, uh, yeah, to make the image. They, they did a good job. He looked really good. Very convincing. Mm-hmm. Um, I like it that this is like a family film. I mean, well, not... It's, it's like a coming-of-age mm. comedy horror yeah. thing. I don't know. Uh, I just for, mean for that... The genera- I just mean that, here, so that yeah. Ivan, his son, um, not to mention Dan Aykroyd's daughter is involved in this production. Yeah, he, yeah. She plays a deputy to yeah, the know. police. Oh, yeah, the dirt farm. Yeah, so yeah. this is yeah, what that, I meant by a, yeah. a family film because everyone who's related to the film, even um, the lady, who, I mean the man who was at the grocery store, he's actually married to the actress who play, who's plays... Um, the late, the um, his um, Egon Spangler's daughters. Um, she that's she's married to that guy. Oh really? Yeah, I'm telling you the truth. I'm not lying. No, I didn't. Go, I didn't dig that deep in, in, in the trivia crap. Yeah. yeah. See, um, everyone remotely linked to this movie is a family member of the previous. Where's Oscar? Oscar was supposed to be in it. He was supposed to be part of the team. So it's sort uh, of like a tribute yeah. to Howard when I think about this movie. To, and, Where was Oscar? And even at the end, in the post-credit <laughs> scene, or not before the post-credits, we see um, the, in the. Um, before the credits roll, it says for Harold, which I think is a great Very tribute nice, yeah. to him. Well, he started it. He wrote it with Dan Aykroyd yeah. years ago. So yeah. yeah. Anyway. And then they approach Ivan. Do you want to actually tell the story? Yes. Okay, okay. Before we, we, we these people sort of go and put the kettle on. Okay, <laughs> okay. So the story begins. Um, a car zooming out of Shandor's mine, Co. And if for some of you guys who know, know who Shandor is, he's the guy who was one of the supporters of of Gozer. Yeah, he remember in the first movie they had that temple on top of the building. Mm-hmm. Well, he built the building and the temple. Yeah, for those ah, of you who came guy. in early, that's who yeah. he is. And yeah. moving on, and, right along, yeah. and the guy in the car it turns out to be Egon Spangler trying to. He's, he's escaped um, this mountain that's um, that's where the mine is, and he has something inside the ghost trap. Uh-huh. But yes. something is following him in a hot pursuit I of feel, him. I'll, I'll talk about that later, but yeah. Yeah. Quickly, he um, tries to get to his home. He's sort of... Um, um, uh, everyone knows him as a loony farmer living there, and they say he doesn't grow anything, but he's not really there to grow things. He's there for other reasons. And he waits this creature. This creature turned out to be um, one of Gozer's minions, turning out to be Zul. Yeah. And he's chasing him. And as um, they get, he gets pro- approaches, um, Spangler tries to press a button on the ground to 
sort of get this ghost zapped into. And it the, didn't work. But somehow it doesn't work. And Electrical he, failure. He then heads inside and he sort of, in his last moments, he sits on a, in a chair and he waits his final moments. Now, a little bit here. As far as I'm aware from my little notes and investigations, he had one of the guardians yes, he did. in the trap. Yes. And what's he? Yes. Uh, was sure. after him to get it back. Zool was after him to get it back. And he actually hid that. That's the one they found in the floorboards. Yeah. yeah. As it turns out, yeah. Zool approaches Egon and we don't know what happens. We cut outside. But he has a heart attack. And we assume he's di- he dies of a heart attack. And Zool's ghost, um, the, the monster, he zaps, he disappears into the darkness. Yeah. He goes back to the mine. That, that, that was a light going back to the mine. The, yeah. Yeah. Then we cross over mm. to his daughter, th- who's living in New York, and has raised her two children. In Chicago. In Chicago, sorry. <laughs> I, I thought it was New York, sorry guys. I'm used to New York in Ghostbusters, so I've gotten used to it for a while. So she's raising her two children, who's single, well, divorced, I should say. And she's been evicted from her home, her the place that she's living in currently. So she has to leave her old residence in order to go off to her old father's residence to find if there's anything in the world that she could Money. salvage. Money. Salvage because she's broke. <laughs> yeah, so they drive and drive and drive, 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 to Idaho, I think it was. Uh, yeah, I think it's Idaho. I think it's Idaho. Oh, no. Sum- Somerville, whatever it Some- was. Whatever, yeah. Yeah, I think it's Somerville. I might show up my uh, stuff later on, but yeah, I think it's Idaho, yeah. Yeah, they head there, and of course, the place is total bomb mess. It's, 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 he hasn't... He, it, not better homes and gardens material. How's that? Yeah, yeah. it's practically something. Some, I'm really waiting for the wrecking ball. Tell me, I'll tell you about it. Anyway, the kids are not too impressed that she's been evicted, and that means they're not going to go back to Chicago anytime soon. <laughs> anyway, they get to town, mm-hmm. and yeah, so. And. They then find out from other residents that everyone knows of him, but they see him they as a crazy person. They don't know anything about him person. because he kept to himself the crazy old dirt farmer. Yeah. There you go. Next. Yeah, he doesn't grow anything, <laughs> doesn't bother anyone, doesn't even talk to anyone, for yep. we know. He doesn't. Let's see. They knew who he was, mm-hmm. and he wasn't probably rude to them, but he didn't interact with anybody that much. Yeah. They're just a crazy old dirt farmer. Yeah, his daughter yeah. is less than happy about this because she finds out from Jean, who comes to the residence and tells them the bad news. He does not have any funding. He yeah, was yeah. got lots of debts. Yeah, lots of debts, but no money. But no yeah. money. And so they have only this crummy old house and leftover souvenirs from his previous it's, exploits. Uh, exporter, yeah, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Exploits. Yeah, that's a good word for it. Yeah. Anyway, Phoebe, who is her younger daughter, was a bit... She's is cute sh- and smart. I wish she was my daughter. Get rid of you. Uh-huh. No, sorry. Anyway, she's smart. Her mother doesn't realise how smart because when she was married to her previous husband, they got along with her son Trevor, but with her daughter when she was born, not so much. He couldn't get along with her because she was too smart and too... Bright. Bright. No sense of humour. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she tried to tell jokes in the movie. Mm-hmm. She's not supposed to be able to deliver jokes because yeah. she's too dry. The yeah. jokes are pretty much like... You have to be a scientific nut to know it, really, to be honest. Like one of the jokes, said, you never trust an atom because they make up everything. <laughs> you had, I had to think about that. But, oh, yeah, atoms make up everything. Yeah. Oh, the thinking man's joke. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, no one gets the joke except for the podcast, uh, who, the um, kid die, yeah. who, who thinks her jokes are funny, but no one else thinks they're funny. He didn't think anything was funny. He's, a, he's an idiot. No, he's a good, he's a good boy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He then tells her about the, uh, the, of the t- town's history, about how it was ruled over Shendor, who uh, it was used to be a mining area, and people... They closed the mine because people were dying in there. Uh, he even shows her inside the mine this interesting set of carvings that are really interesting. Yeah, Sumerian carvings on the... Cliff, cliff face behind or inside the mine, mm. which just appeared one day. Ooh. Mm. Very weird. Ancient carvings, not Indian, Sumerian. Mm. Mm-hmm. Anyway, anyway, moving on. So, anyway, 
it's not this is not the only thing Phoebe finds. She also finds this um when she's these when she's playing ch- she's moving a chess board and it kind of gets flipped over and then when she puts the pieces back in order and the next morning someone moves one of the pieces. A piece of pawn had been moved or something. Or then she moves a black pawn and then the next the knight comes out, yeah, and then she moves the knight, and then the other knight knocks the other one off the table. Yeah, well, you, she's playing for herself. <laughs> sorry, yeah, no, interesting sorry. thing. She <laughs> founds the um, um, peak, the um, a re- special remote that um, Spangler has. I know, you know, the little the, the vice used to hold in their hands a uh, peak. PK something rather something sensitive thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That allows you to feel yeah, ghost yeah, presence. Yeah, 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 it's like an EMF detector. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He then leads her to the the hidden trap using. There was a bit of a weird puzzle type thing in the floor. In the floor where his chair was. Yeah. Yeah, and she was able to cipher the tra- the um little um puzzle and got the trap out. And there, in later on in the school, her school, she's taking summer school, which I don't know why she's taking summer school. She's Someone so brilliant. The time she could have given the summer school. Yeah, yeah, considering she's how brilliant she is, smarty pants. Yeah. And considering the fact that all they're doing there is watching movies. Well, the teacher didn't want to be there, and they didn't want to be there, so he just said, "Okay, well, here's a movie. I'm gonna go yeah. in the other room and hang out." Yeah. Yeah. And anyway, they bring the trap to school. Her and podcast are trying to open it. Yeah. And the teacher says. Yeah, he then thinks it's a, uh, a, good, a prosthetic a replica. or a replica. A, re- a good replica. But it turns out it's, th- it's a real deal. Then he realises, oh, it's a real one. He drops it, obviously. Mm. Then he decides, why don't we try and open it? Yeah. Ah. Is that wise? Well, um, is it dangerous? Of course it is, said. Of course it's dangerous. <laughs> yeah, so they use it, um, a special battery from a tr- bus, I think it yeah, was. Uh, well, I think a bus, bus is a 24-volt battery, whatever, <laughs> and hook it up. They've jumped the cables and I turn the bus on so you don't drain the battery. And yeah. it hmm. doesn't open. Not initially until you taps it. It must be stuck. <laughs> yeah, well, if bear in mind, it is... Um, it, be 30 the, yeah. the, the lids on it may have been really stiff. Yeah, for 30 years. A bit of, a bit of silly uh, graphite may, on the hinge. It may yeah. need some, um, either something to... A bit of oil, oil graphite, graphite, graphite yeah, whatever. Yeah. Anyway, it's soon enough the creature emerges and zooms back up to the mountain or uh, whatever. Yeah, the where the mine is where yeah. little and goes are waiting for him. Yeah. Meanwhile, while this all is happening... Um, Trevor, who hates being in this crab hole, um, befriends a girl named Lucky, and Lucky they be- Domingo. and they head up to the mountain with a bunch of mates after work. Same mountain where the mine is. And mm. there, they see something luring inside the cre- inside there, and the then they hear a voice called Zugozer, or something or other. And then something zaps Get right out off of it. My land. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, moving on. Phoebe then discovers this, a secret room that's located underneath a barn. Yep. That turns out to be um, a big lab that yep. Spangler Egon's had. lab. Yeah, and Spangler, he's there in spirit. Yeah. Throughout this movie, he's appears, um, he appears... He doesn't appear. He just taps on lights. He, um, he turns on lights. So he follows light, that next light, next light, and then moves that light to focus on something. Shows you where the pair of pliers are. Open a drawer. You know, yeah. that sort of stuff. Yeah. yeah, some people... Some person mentioned when I was reviewing this... When I was looking up research for this movie, remarked that he was possessing items. But I think he no, was he actually moving no. the items. There's a difference between... Item possession and poltergeist activity, so, uh, and and that sort of stuff. So what yeah. he's a spirit moving item, not possessing them. He said, yeah. "Okay, I'll open the door for you. I'll turn the light on. There's a pair of pliers. I'll move the light so you can see it." He said, "It's not possessing them. It's yeah. just yeah. Uh, manipulating the items in his environment." Yeah, yeah. he's mm. so, sort of um, guiding Phoebe throughout this movie. He guides her the most. Yeah, but she's going to be the new Egon. Yeah, while this is happening. Um, Trevor finds the Ghostbusters car. Ecto-1. And he starts tinkering with it. And when he starts to start it up, he doesn't realise that one of the wires is um, was loose. loose. And then you see the wire get pushed down invisibly to make a circuit. And all yeah. of a sudden, the car started. Mm-hmm. Yeah, later on, um, Phoebe takes the special proton pack she was working on in the because it was not finished yet. Oh, no, she, it's, she's doing a repairing job. Yeah, she repaired yeah, it. Yeah, well, she repaired it. Egon told her how to repair it. Yeah, and sort of. then um, she takes it out with her friend to an abandoned area and plays with it a little bit. Yeah. 
does he play with? Oh, yeah, and then we they meet or hear of a ghost inside the, um, the old shed, and it's it's Slimer's big brother. Yeah. I'll talk about him later. Yeah, it's interesting thing, Mike. Yeah. You were talking about how this is Slimer. Uh, it's not Slimer. It's actually, um, according to the filmmakers, they wanted to bring back Slimer, but they decided to go for I a different type of ghost. Well, Slimer would be one. more like it became more of a pet to them. Hmm. So they wanted some bit more, um, more, more, more interesting. So yeah. they made the new improved Muncher. version, then called him Muncher. And made metal muncher. How yeah, see, he, he gobbles up meat. I mean, Me- metal. metal. Sorry, instead I, of meat and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So he, whenever during one of the scenes when Roy takes a special whistle, it was at Egon's place. That's kind of what's it called? Something rather death whistle. Yeah, he blows into it, and it sounds like screams. It's supposed to be scared, scared demons away. Well, didn't it? it just annoyed him. So he yelled back at them. Yeah, yeah like, and like the bits yeah. of metal that were he was gobbling up turned into you Little know small projectile miss um, b- well, bullets. bullets and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Well, he's full of metal, isn't he? Anyway, a lot of iron in his diet. But yeah. so Phoebe, yeah. Trevor, yeah, and well, podcast they chase down um, <laughs> Muncher to, and along the while leaving a lot of destruction in their way. Well, they have, that's used the the uh, what do you call that the proton pack gun thing. On him and lassoes him, mm-hmm. uh, and he gets away. Mm-hmm. Then they, her brother comes along in Ecto One, and then um, they start chasing him, and they find him, and they start all over again and wreaking havoc through the town uh, because she's not a very good shot. Yeah, <laughs> and trashes yeah. the place. Yeah. yeah, they finally do catch it all eventually, and and then they get into jail for it. Yeah, no. she then decides to make her final call to. She calls Ray, Ray... Um, who are you going to call? Who added the cult shop. Remember, I, I am... Yeah, yeah, the occult bookshop. Yeah, see, yeah. in the original, in the in the second um, movie, he ran a, a cult shop where he sold books yeah, and cult on cult shop. stuff. Yeah. And, of course, he doesn't want to talk with Phoebe at first because he doesn't want to talk about Ghostbusting and or... And he didn't like Egon anymore because I had a run-in a couple of years ago. Yeah, mm. of course... Um, uh, she tries to explain that th- the situation, and he says that that the caves that she mentions there, there are a lot of caves out there that deal with carvings. Yeah, yada, yeah, yada. yeah, yeah. He, he didn't he, believe her. He doesn't believe that. He thinks it's a prank call, whatever. He probably gets a lot of those. Yeah. Well, but he said of Egon's granddaughter, but that's yeah. not a prank call. Yeah. Both. Um. Um. Let me see. Um. Let me see. Um. Peter Bankman, he's now into marketing. He's in advertisement. And Winston, he's now a financial genius who's now well, worth, worth a lot of money. A multinational company worth like yeah. a bucket load. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 And he's um, sort of helping um, Ray with his occult shop, you know, making sure he's provided he pays, for. He plays his rent for him. Yeah, oh, nice what gesture. A for, you know. Yeah, even though he doesn't he doesn't get very much of a sh- mm-hmm. uh, mention in too much in, this mo- in these movies. Anyway, back to the story. He then... So he then tells her that to forget about ghost busting because this life ruins you. And yeah. she says, I'm um, Spangler's granddaughter and all that stuff. And then he, as he was about to talk to her some more, the guy, the yeah, sheriff the guy, tells her... Is all back all. Yeah. Well, so much for that. That's rude. You're only allowed so much time on the phone call. Mm. Soon enough, okay. her mum comes and takes her children yes, home. Yes, someone's been in her own custody. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. House arrest, whatever. Whatever. <laughs> mm. Yeah, that and didn't she, work. And she, um, Phoebe asks her mother about her grandfather, and she just says that she was—he was a scientist and he was a jerk because he ran off. Um, he left us. Left and blah, us. Blah, blah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To, in order to chase ghosts and stuff. And she thought he was an idiot, stupid old man, mm-hmm. crazy. But then later on, she finds inside the, his lab. A montage photos of her when she was growing up. Yeah, yeah, some photographs, paper, newspaper clippings, other things. He'd been following her life all the, the time. time he was away because he still loved his daughter very, very, very much. Yeah. The same way I love my cat. I mean, my daughter. No, sorry. Yeah, yeah. then, <laughs> but at the same time while this is happening, Zul, the Ooh. creature, um, attacks her and possesses her. Yeah, Funny, don't they? And Gary, the guy she, she's harboring feelings for, he gets uh, he gets attacked by um, the other one, the yeah. other creature, and <coughs> which makes you one makes you wonder. This kind of clicks into whole why they have to connect together. Well, 
And they do connect. Yeah. Soon enough, and they're the very ki- happy about it. Yeah, mm. soon the kids then head down to Goza's lair that's un- that's located inside the mine. It is, inside the mine. That's where they went. There inside they find an of. altar and a statue of Goza and the dead remains of Shandu, who's not He looking- doesn't look like he's aged a bit. Yeah. And no maggots, no decrepitude, no yeah, nothing. It's he's like still- the um his whatever is keeping him um, not so dead makes him look like he hasn't died. He only died just yesterday. Bugger. Yeah, and then while this is happening, that some of the this um a sort of um let me see what happens. Oh yeah, the um um kids discover that there were some proton packs all centered around the um. You're stuck the, on the walls. Yeah, see, there's a, this very big hole in the center where it has lots and lots of evil ghosts down there. Like a pit. Yeah, and every time yeah, so much as a ghost or a ghost that tries to get out, the little um, the proton packs light up and start zapping at whatever yeah. is moving, and yeah. it's this it indi- keeps them in there. Yeah, and from just so you guys know, um, throughout the um, movie, throughout this movie, we get a lot of earthquakes, which is probably an indication of these. That might that might have something to do with those guns, so those proton packs. Guns yeah, the things, proton packs are the blasting yeah. into the. And, and that could be what and the vibrations. And causing the yeah, vibrations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably. It's never properly explained. That would explain it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Suddenly, um, start, the whole place begins to shake. We start seeing Goza's eyes light up from the statues, and the kids quickly get out. They also notice that the dead remains of Shandu somehow slowly Starts arrives. Starts to move, and then, he's, and then he stops. Yeah. Because the. Of course, the uh, the proton packs have subdued the creatures and locked the gate, kept the gates closed. He had no power, so he went to sleep. Yeah, the kids head back to the surface and head home to them to their mum, and they where they see that she's fully possessed by Zul, and she says, "There is no mum, there is only Zul." A callback to when Dana said in the first one, "There is no, no Dana, Dana, only Zul." That creepy voice, and then she um. She actually sniffs at um, po- po- a podcast. I don't know. Maybe she's trying to find the keymaster. Are you the keymaster? Yeah. What do you say? No. <laughs> anyway, she then dashes out of the room and she heads towards the mountain. Yes. There we find that Gary, the guy now possessed by her, um, the keymaster, is trying to. He's kind of removing. The proton packs again, you know, away from the. No, he's door. bending one off the walls uh, so we could actually shoot the other proton packs. Yes, yeah, so he does. While we're on, so yeah. And this um. Bought, so he destroys it. Yeah. Then this causes the ghosts inside the um the, the pit, um, pit mm. start emerging and start wreaking havoc Yay. on the town, including Goza. We're free. And then the keymaster and the gatekeeper they finally connect and well, they do connect. Yeah, we do. We see, don't see it. No, no, no. we do see um Kitties. see um her change into a beautiful outfit yeah, similar to Dana's outfit. That's got a Walmart or something, hey? Yeah. 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 Anyway, it's interesting. The I think that's interesting. This scene because in the original first one. They deleted the scene to indicate that they both seduce one another, and well, it, I guess it was probably for the benefit for, for not. Well, for kiddies. Yeah. They I, keep the rating down. Yeah. I know, but it just didn't. They didn't. They just said it. They didn't exactly yeah, explore it. Yeah, they implied it. it, but they didn't do anything. They want yeah. to keep it a PG or whatever. Yeah. 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 Anyway, back to the story. Back to the story. They yeah. then um, head back to the to the temple and where the creatures. Morph into their demonic after, look. after the hand sex. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Meanwhile, um, Phoebe and the others they then um, they then quickly get dressed into the um, Ghostbusters outfits and it's head towards. Funny the that they, the outfits actually fit them. Mm, true, but they probably had to scrunch it up. You know. Well, still, yeah, I'm made for big men. Yeah. True, 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 true. Yeah. And one of them, uh, Phoebe, wears the Spangler one. I don't and know what question, the others wore. Where did the other guys get the uniforms from? They probably belong to Spares. Ray and Winston and yeah. and Peter, and, which makes sense. Uh, they're old uniforms. I mean, considering, yeah, I think about it, Mike. Um, yeah, they may have had yeah. spare uniforms. One needs to be dry yeah, cleaned. Yeah, 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 yeah. Put one to wash, you know. You know. Yeah. One a, on one, the wash the spare. It's a dirty know. business, <laughs> after all. Haven't you noticed um, the slime? Yeah, slimy stuff, yeah. Mm, yeah, 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 so anyway, they head back to the um, 
to the uh, mountain, which reveals the the special temple to um, Gozer's temple, the yeah. one that resembles the one in the first movie, obviously. Very similar. And Gozer oh, meets yeah. Shandu, and Shandu says, we can rule together. And then Gozer tears him into two. Straight down the middle. Straight down the middle. Gross, that but effective. That didn't work out for his best advantage, did it? No. no. Yeah. As if Gozer was going to share this universe with an old geezer. No, Zul and Gozer rule, yeah, and the puppy dogs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, Phoebe approaches... Um, and goes there, and she uses f- some funny, not so funny jokes to, to distract her. Uh, while podcast is trying to position a trap on yeah. his little, you know, a little remote control little car he's got. He's got a trap, got you know, traps yeah. on one of those. Yeah. yeah, it's sort of like those, you know, car thing. I think my, yeah. mu- I think my nephew would love something like yeah, this. Yeah. He's four, going on five. He likes remote control cars. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, so. Boy. Anyway, they position the car and then Zapu, the creature, is inside the trap and then her mother is released from the monster, which I, I never realised that this would have, be able to happen. But then again, if we never question what would happen if we set the trap underneath the creature and would she be able to turn back into a normal human that way? Well... But now we do. So well, let's see. In case you get caught by Zul or Goes or somebody. Yeah, quickly. She and her yeah. mother they get into the the um the Echo car, and she goes on about rants on about how she finds these um the montage to her and and the laboratory and stuff. And she's and daughter saying yes, I know. Yes, we yeah, know. No, no, we're in there. Done that yeah, already. You're a, behind us. Yeah. They also <laughs> found out um when they were down the lab that time, they yeah. find a sort of a mock-up prop. I mean, not prop, mock-up prop. A mock layout of the farmhouse and some of the some generator thingies yeah and, it, and they realised that the front of the farmhouse was in fact a large trap to do multiple capturings of spirits all at the one time yeah meaning that's why um, Egon didn't, wasn't there to farm he was using the property as a very big trap, trap to trap these creatures in ah uh. Unfortunately, he was not able to get do it right. No, it didn't work. Sadly enough. Oh, sad, oh. sad. <laughs> anyway, he then um, then the 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 um, rest of the people head back to the farm. They're hot pursued by um, the keymaster as he's running, trying to catch them and try to get back his mm-hmm. um, the other um, get back Zul. Unfortunately, um, as they get there, they fi- finally get there, and Zul is. Um, I mean, the the ghoul c- c- approaches them, and Phoebe's holding out the trap like her father, her like her grandfather did. You want this? Mm-hmm. Mm, yeah. They try to get the creature to get into the trap, but yeah. unfortunately, as I said before, it's still not working. Yeah, they didn't have a chance to fix it up. Yeah. So, mummy flicks the lever, and then when, when it's time to put the foot on the little pedal to open up the traps, it goes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Gozer uh, appears and she's about to confront the um, Phoebe, but then uh, three other Ghostbusters appear and and then they try to zap her by crossing the streams again. What they did in the old but, movies. But for some reason, um, she's stronger. She's stronger she and knew she knew from past experience. Yeah. Unfortunately, she kind of using the stream, she whips them back at them and causes so, them to, yeah, fall. to fall. over. And Ray remarks, oh, I can't remember how much pain I feel. And he says, and he Winston it. does remember. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Winston, yes. Yeah. Anyway, little girl, uh, Phoebe, sees us again. Yeah, she then zaps the creature while, it, while Gozer isn't looking. And then we have a standoff between Gozer and Phoebe. And all of a sudden you see... Another set of hands on the trap. Another set of hands on. holding it. The proton gun, and it's we see it's Grandpa Egon. Egon. Yeah, his spirit is there helping her. Yeah, then the the three other Ghostbusters they pull out their guns again and started zapping Gozer. And then Phoebe and Egon come and join them. So the four of them are there blasting away merrily at. Yeah, all uh, crossing the streams and yeah, stuff. Yeah, across, across the streams. While this is happening, and Trev- Jewel is going, ooh, yeah. I don't like this. Trevor, meanwhile, is he uses his own proton pack and sort of. Uses the stream to zap the generator. Yeah, well, then I think they're big capacitors. I think. Oh yeah, and big capacitors across the top. Because it's a fault they're not charging up properly, so mm. he zaps across the top, and the charge in the proton pack 
uh, puts enough power through them yeah. to set the traps off. Yeah. And mum pulls, pulls the switch again and hits, hits the foot pedal and, and they all open up and all spirits the spirits and, all, yeah. and Gozo and, and the and all, all got dragged into the traps. And then, well, I should mention that there were also those mini um, marshmallow men. Oh, yeah, little marshmallow been, guys, yeah. Who spin- we, didn't, we, we didn't mention those before, did we? No, we didn't. They, were, they make an f- appearance in this where they try to disengage the Ghostbusters vehicle. Yeah, they, they, they showed up earlier in the movie where... Um, Gary was shopping for shopping. Gary was shopping to get a few things. He went through some marshmallows, went past some marshmallows, he saw one of the bags wriggling, and these little marshmallows, yeah, the, the, the jumbo ones used, used for uh, toasting by an open fire, mm. they start to, one starts to break out of the packet. This little marshmallow guy, about, oh, about two inches tall or something, rather. Yeah. And all of a sudden, all the ones, other ones start coming out, and he's inundated with them. And he's running through the shopping centre, and one of the guardians is there eating some dog food out of the big bag. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, back to the... No, so that's where the little marshmallow guys yeah. came from. So the marshmallow guys, they start attacking the car, and luckily enough, podcast was able to he, he had zap them. It looked like a taser or something. It looked like a taser. Yeah, zap them and blowing them all up and frying them yeah. or whatever. Yeah. By the time he steps out of the car, he looks like he's he, Ray he, from the first the movie. The movie where he's covered he's, in the marshmallow gook. Yeah. Yeah. And he says, um, you just um, um, saved the world, all that stuff. Yeah, and he you says, did. Took on uh, something and the all by yeah. yourself. And podcast asks him, Oh, you must be on my podcast. And he says, sure. Um, what's it called? And blah, 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 whatever it is. And he, he actually knows of it. And he says, you're, the, you're my subscriber. He's only got one subscriber, and it's <laughs> Ray, obviously. Yeah. And um, he, he thinks it's pretty good. Yeah, you're rather good. Yeah, he really nailed it in uh, episode 46 <laughs> or whatever. Yeah. Which got me to the beginning of the movie when he's talking to the little girl, Phoebe, yeah. Yeah, anyway, Phoebe um, and Trevor, they get approached by the ghost, and... Where he gives congratulates them. Egon. Yeah, Egon. 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 Name. Softly, um, um, taps um, pats Trevor's shoulder, telling him a good job, even though he doesn't say he doesn't say any words. He doesn't say anything. He 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 doesn't get too many words at all. Yeah, he also pats Phoebe and tells her and 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 gives a reassuring smile, a benign smile, as a grandpa would. And he then gets approached by his daughter, and his daughter. Feeling finally accepting the past. He, he was the mad old idiot who left them. He's, he's a man for mission. And she embraces him and he embraces her. And, and then and, and slowly he dissolved and he heads up to heaven. And a lovely. Then we cut to... Credits. Um, we cut to black and where and it says... And there it says, for Harold, which I a, think is nice. And then during the credits we have a few things pop in, don't we? Yeah, we see... Dana and um, Peter, who are married, I should say, and they're doing the special um, yeah, they, card game. Card, yeah, yeah, with, with the uh, symbols on them. We, we used to use the Ghostbusters one and have an electrical device <laughs> hooked up to uh, at least the male victim. Yeah. And Dana's using it on him. And he's yeah. doing it, and he's he, he's marked the cards. <laughs> And, he, and she's still zapping him. And yeah, she, and she, she says, says, this is working fun. This works really good, doesn't it, she said. Yeah. After zapping him a couple of times. <laughs> then we, um, as after the credits finish, we get, we then meet up with, um, in a flashback. Um, flashback? Uh, yeah, e- Egon is talking to um, Jenny. Oh, yeah, and yeah. And she gives him a special coin. This was in a deleted scene that never got saw the yeah, light of day. It's funny, though. And it's it, my special coin or something. Like that. Yeah. It was air, yeah, and she said, it's "My lucky special coin." It says, "Oh, I might, I might lose it." Says, "She said, I've got another one at home." Yeah. <laughs> then <laughs> we flash okay. to the present where she's talking to Winston, and and they talk about old times, about how he arrived there, and he only came there at the first. Two, he, he looked for regular ways. for regular payment yeah, yeah, yeah. and stuff like that. And now that he's a wealthy millionaire, providing yeah. his his family and his children. You know, with the money and and giving them hope yeah. for a fu- brighter future. Yeah, and he, and when he saw the Ghostbusters car earlier on, he said, "What have they done to you?" And he took it back to the old firehouse. Yeah, he bought the firehouse, which was becoming a Starbucks. Yes, yeah, actually, someone had a comment in the movie about being out oh, to Starbucks now or something. <laughs> um, 
someone told me or read somewhere that it had been converted into something. It was it, it it's an, it could be a Starbucks or something else now. Mm. I've got to go online and check it out. But mm. I, I think it was in reality. Yeah, yeah and someone might be able to tell yeah. us. Yeah, yeah. Then we um cross over to the um, to the special thing downstairs where they keep the ghosts yeah. and it's flashing a red oh, yeah, light oh, yeah, in, in, in the firehouse yeah that little containment unit the containment there's unit. A, a red warning light on it right, right. you know what that tells me there it's um it's getting ready for a sequel ah, ah. and then <laughs> that, because fla- this year they mentioned they're in the early stages of putting a sequel together ah. then, then we cut to um steak pop marshmallow man you know, in a logo type Ghostbuster. Yeah, the Ghostbuster fashion. had a Ghostbuster symbol with a marshmallow man inside it. Oh, oh man, how cute! Cute, and how um Ghostbusters. Yeah. Anyway, so all that if I yeah, credits roll, all gone, finished. Now, yeah, some of you are wondering, is it as good as the original Ghostbusters? Hmm. I'm going to have to say it's close. Now, the reason why I'm saying close because everyone knows the original Ghostbusters guys. Yeah, everyone said, oh, yep. yeah, we had those guys. They were really, really good. You had all those nice people. You had your uh, Bill Murray and your Dan Aykroyd and Ernie and Annie and Sigourney Weaver and blah, blah. Yeah. Now, the point is, they aren't, they aren't in this movie. They've got a bit of a cameo, but yeah, got different actors. But the storyline's good. They kept the same feel. They stayed faithful to the original storyline. Yeah. And that's what I like about it. Yeah, I read yeah. somewhere that during the premiere, um, Dan, Dan, Dan Aykroyd, he actually cried when he, um, thought, when he saw Harold on the screen. Yeah, because they were good friends. Because yeah. I guess he misses his friend. And it's <coughs> great <coughs> that this movie has given him the final send-off instead of just... Instead of other like other TV shows and movies done previously with other people saying, um, we'll just explain that he just moved to Australia for his absence. Well, that happens in some movies. Some well, look movies. at the uh, the reboot of um, Sex and City. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, well, so that person's going to live so and so. That person's died. So he had, had to make up all the excuse because the people didn't want to be in the show. Yeah, it's a show that's waiting but, for a... But having said that, Bill movie. Murray didn't want to be in the uh, remake, or not remake, the, the uh, Ghostbusters 3 movie because he didn't like doing... Um, uh, re, uh, not repeat. Um, nah, sequ- oh, not sequels. sequels. Whatever, he doesn't, he doesn't like... Yeah, he likes to do one role and then move on. You can blame them. I well, won't no, blame. he didn't want to just re- keep reprising the role like uh, Harrison Ford in Star Wars did three movies. And that's Indiana all, Jones. Obviously. Indiana Jones, that sort of stuff. So he didn't want to get stuck in that typecasting thing, which I can understand. But in the end, when he read this final script, I think he relented and said, it's a good script, I'll do it. Yeah. yeah. I bet he didn't really enjoy being in the reboot too much. Well, it was only a, a couple of seconds. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. It's, yeah. Yeah. I, I got to admit, though, it's kind of sad when you do a cameo, it's, mm. it does, and it doesn't matter if it's a long or sh- or a not bigger yeah. role. It seems sad that that they're only um, that it's more focused on the new people yeah. more than the old people. But having said that, too, the guys Ivan Reitman mm. and his son mm-hmm. uh, Jason, uh, they have no worries of the reboot movie with delays in it. Mm. They actually admired the guy who did that. Mm-hmm. For making it a decent standalone movie, agreed. And they liked it, and they and he liked it, and he was hanging out to see what they were going to do with the Ghostbusters yeah. three. So there wasn't any animosity there. Yeah, I yeah, gotta admit, yeah, I did like yeah. it. With I like the amount of women roles in this movie, guys. Well, it's, 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 it's got women roles mm-hmm. in this movie, mm-hmm. not many, but it's got mm-hmm. kid roles. I just meant like in the mm. first. In the first two movies, it was more it, the only female we focused on was Dana. In this yeah. one, it had um, a mum, mm-hmm. it had Lucky, it had Phoebe. Yeah, you th- know, yeah, all yeah, three. Yeah. I should mention earlier that later on in the movie that mm. that the goat, the demon creature, did eventually possess Lucky briefly. I should mention. Oh yeah, just for a quickie, and they got that. They got better. Yeah, uh, luckily yeah, yeah. Uh, they were able to get her out of the, the um, monster's shell yeah. before she fermented. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to go through all the notes got here, but the development for Ghostbusters 3 started in early 1990s. 1990s? Hmm. 30 years ago. 
<laughs> and they had trouble. They came up with ideas. They did this. Uh, I think the first script is going to be transported to a parallel parallel universe, oh, and, and it's going to be based in Manhattan. They're going to, they're going to call it Manhattan, and it was like everything was corrupted version of here, Kelly's uh, versions of Earth, and that and, the, and they're going to confront the devil and stuff. That was the original script. Ooh, and, very and, they, and Columbia mm. Pictures was interested in it. And it just went on and on. And um, I think the video game, okay. elements of the story, were using the Ghostbusters video game in 2009. Yeah, guys, I've yeah. mentioned yeah, it yeah. in our previous... I think it was two years ago we did a Ghostbusters review of about the first one, obviously. With um, And I did mention the game with you guys mm-hmm. and how it mentioned Gozer and um, about... Shan- um, Shandor yeah, yeah, and, and and about the whole um, evil pat you know pat between Gozer and him and um, how he developed a cult and all that yeah, stuff. Yeah. It, it was quite different from this one, obviously, but it was kind of cool. But anyway, so, moving on. right along, I've got a few things to talk about here. By two thousand and four, this is a, so this is about fourteen years later. Columbia had begun pursuing a sequel, but Murray, who disliked sequels, was uninterested in the project. Okay. But about the same time, they were cooking ideas around for new people. Uh, some of the guys were Chris Farley, Chris Rock, and Ben Stiller were considered for some of the roles. Mm-hmm. So interesting. Um, for, for the long 2009, the, pro- the project began had failed to progress. Mm-hmm. Uh, however, by January 10, Ivan Reitman, director of the first two Ghostbusters films, confirmed he would direct the third one. Ooh. And it just it just goes on and on and on. The release was scheduled for 2012. Uh, it didn't happen, obviously. <laughs> so it just goes on and on. So it doesn't happen overnight. Sometimes it just goes on and on for quite a few years. It's hard to believe that we had to wait yeah. until yeah. Um, you know. It, uh, let me see how many. It would have been. It, it's hard to believe that we had to wait this long for. Um, for a third movie to come yeah. along. I mean, not counting the, the reboot, obviously. <laughs> I wondered, though, when they did the reboot, was um, did they ha- was it really difficult for them to try to convey uh, making um, a third movie to the, um, no, the franchise? because it was going to be faithful to the original. The other one was a standalone movie. Yeah, true. Mm. Yeah, it might have been a reboot, but it was totally different. Yeah, yeah. Totally different lineup and... He's the same theme, but you know, yeah, wasn't being. Yeah, it's no. not really my favorite, guys. I mean, now. I mean, I'm a girl, and I don't didn't like the girl um, version of it because it, as you guys may not notice, whenever they do comedies about women, they try to make them look fun of make fun of the women, while with well, guys, it's a different set of comedy when you think about it, right, then? Yep. And it, when it comes to family related comedies, like if you were doing with children, it the um. Humor in that mm. is um, adds a bit of everything in it, yep. not just um, um, whoops, she fell into a pie and just and she's making a face, yeah, whatever type okay. movie. Yeah, but anyway, irrespective. Uh, so, sometime after the reboot was done, uh, an announcement was made they're going to work on the um, mm. the sequel, which is the original idea for number three. Yeah. Mm. Which was going to be faithful to the original movies, yeah, mm. uh, and it went on, on, on. Um, I won't go on too much, but I got so much stuff you wouldn't believe. Um, mm. And finally, uh, Murray, Bill Murray, decided <laughs> he liked the final script draft and decided to come on board. I did like the yeah. Easter eggs in this movie, like the yeah. the crunch. Um, um, Chocolate bar and the Twinkies. Yeah, they're um, Aegon's yeah. favorite. F- yeah, well, treats. Look, I guess. Oh, here's something to you. That little girl. Yes. Uh, who played uh, Phoebe? Mm-hmm. They actually made had to make a new um, proton pack for her oh. out of lighter material because oh, the original ones were very it. heavy, and the it. guys had trouble wearing them, let alone the little girls. So they had to make a very very light one for her. Yeah, it does. I mean, yeah. it does yeah. make sense considering mm, yeah, yeah. the. Pr- the fact in the in this movie, she had to pretend to think it's way so heavy because it is a, it's like a very strong, very bit of a, it's like very heavy. Yeah, it, it was heavy. You saw them when I picked them up. In reality, they were heavy. 
that to put them on, like a very heavy backpack, and that she would be able to pick it up, let alone wear it. Yeah, think about the yeah, trap. Yeah. That might have been heavier. Well, the trap the trap could be made out of plastic true, or fiberglass or something. It wouldn't have to be your aluminium doesn't have to mm. be really heavy, but it had to be substantial enough. So when you threw it on the floor, it sounded like metal. It I didn't, gotta admit, I didn't roll around too much. I gotta yeah. admit, mm. I did like the um the race car um, wheels on it. Yeah, I thought that was a that was cute. That was a step That's, in the actually, right direction. You have to watch some of the things. That little car, the or the little uh, remote control car chassis with the trap on it. They're using that to chase the uh, spirits, ghosts, whatever demons, and the car is out of control going down the road, and the thing it, it slides to a a halt uh, sideways on a dirt road, and this does the same thing <laughs> next to it. Oh, clever. Yeah, like, hello, it's emulating the car. And wait a minute. <laughs> I got to admit, I did it's, like it. It was just little things that were funny, yeah. I thought it was kind of cool, especially the fact this was the first capturing the ghost, even though it turned in, turned a lot of trouble when they got when they went for the town. It was just like when they, when the, in the original movie, that they had trouble catching a ghost when they were at yeah. the Seswick anyway, Hotel. I want to go through a couple of things here quickly. We are running out of time Sorry. Um, now, there's the, a lot of stuff The little it? girl, McKenna Grace. Okay. Uh, he was, the young female protagonist was really right. good. Um, she was a fan of the series. Mm-hmm. She loved the movies. So, so that's mm-hmm. why she applied for the role. Sweet. Uh, her guy who played um, her brother, Finn Wolfhard, he had been in uh, Stranger Things and was dressed as a Ghostbuster. Oh yeah, I should have mentioned that. Yeah, but I, I didn't. <laughs> but, um, I didn't think I could and he be important. And he liked that sort of stuff too. And he thought, well, if they see that film footage, they might not take me onto the movie. Uh, but he still got it. Um, I love Paul the jokes Rudd, in that one. He shared a video on the official Ghostbusters social media accounts, revealing he had been cast in the film. Later, confirming his role was that Mr. Blah Blah. And it, yeah, so he he liked it. He he had worked with Cal Ramos before in a movie called Year One, mm. which is done before this one. Yeah, oh, I see. I believe. Um, yeah, it just goes on and on. So yeah, everyone lo- loves Star Wars, and everyone likes Ghostbusters, and Indiana everybody Jones. likes Indiana Jones. Alien. They like these funny adventure action thingies, and they just. They work. Yeah, they're fun. They take you away. You have a bit of a giggle. Yeah, it's an implausible yeah. story. However, who cares? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I know that mm. we may not have time, but can we just um, run in for those um, the reception side to this? Oh, I'm going to go there directly. Yeah. Uh, because I've got too much to get through. Oh, yeah. I will say one or two things here. Um, That's one word. <laughs> no, no, no. That's yeah. not a word. <laughs> but... Uh, they did a very short film shoot. Uh, only, yeah, I can't remember how much it was. Uh, only a couple of months and I finished it. Yeah. Um, now reception. Here's good. Most of the reception, the critics were good about this. Hooray! Some were really, really good. Hooray! I highlight a couple of the bad ones, though. Sorry, guys. Now. Now. One person, Scott Mendelson of Forbes, gave the film a score, 6 out of 10. Describing it as a charming and witty kid-centric coming-of-age fantasy. That's not too bad. That's not bad. But criticised its reliance on pandering, nostalgic fan service. Oh, brother. Wait a minute. Another guy here, um, Charles Bramesco from The Guardian. Okay. He said, he concluded, uh, it is a nostalgia object drained of personality and fitted into a dully palatable mould custom made for a fandom that worships everything and respects nothing. Now, all the other reviews were good. Now, I'm just wondering, if you're not making the movie for the fans, who the bloody hell are you making it for? This is a sequel after all. Yeah. You've seen the first two, you saw the reboot, the fans are going to want to see the next movie. You're not going to make it for somebody who doesn't even know the, the franchise, are you? You're going to make it for the diehards who want to actually see it. So this bit about the fandom, put a sock on it, guys, honestly. Yeah. If you've got nothing constructive to say, blow it at you. Yeah, he did yeah. say um, it was six out of whatever. No, yeah, he did, but, but he's... He, he's uh, but his review is so... But lame. Lame. Now, here, look, here's one here. 
CinemaScope gave the film an average grade of A- minus on an A plus to F scale. Opposite end. Hmm. How can it be so different? Other guys have, have weighed them middle to upwards. But they're not slagging off saying, oh, it was made for the fans. Yeah, what a well, load of bull. You know, honestly, I mean, guys. if you're not making a movie for the fans or anyone who's of interest yeah. in this sort of thing... Yeah, who are you going to it for? It's a sequel, imagine, for crying out loud. Imagine Jason. He was probably a fan of, of the Ghostbusters movies, yeah. his dad's work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he probably wanted to make something equally as good as him, too. Exactly. So he decided to make it his own. Yeah, and I he mean, did a good would job. you prefer it if they would they started off just like reboot the reboot the thing? Yeah. Or would you rather go for a different direction? It's like you, t- you take the original theme and make it a real sequel, not a reboot, and yeah. you can do like a, a real continuing one. story, yeah, next generation stuff, whatever. Yeah, but I'd rather yeah. that yeah. than an alter- than a alternate an alternate reality. reality. Yeah. They work. Now, what I'm saying is that some of these critics, they've got, they obviously clearly don't like the movie. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean it's a bad movie. Yeah. Okay, uh, I think it's a top movie for what it is. It's it's going back to the roots. It's taking an original storyline. They're extending on it. Next generation, whatever. Yeah, uh, and they're using new material. Yeah, new material. They didn't rely on the same thing. Oh, we're going to go to another city and do another library and do something else. No, they took it out the west to make it more of a country family feel. Yeah. Totally different environment. Similar circumstances, obviously ghost. Uh, Gozer and Zool are in there, obviously, somewhere. And yeah. Company. But yeah. apart from that, they had a different storyline. Yeah, I was telling Mike the other night when I was watching this movie that I think Gozer or Shandu made this second area up so then case as a backup, the, as a backup yeah, in yeah. case the first one blew up in his yeah, face, it didn't work, it didn't which indicated on the walls there were numbers of of incidents. Like yeah, yes. like a countdown clock, a doomsday clock type thing, yeah. but engraved where, on the wall. Yeah, where it explains yeah. um the certain um events like horrible events that like deaths and destruction took yeah, place yeah. and one of them was in 1984 and which the indicates that the, the temple on top of the building in, in manhattan. manhattan and then yeah. it mentioned the last number was 2021 which is, which is this time the next coming oh wait Did not yeah. didn't you say the trap um, not the trap, and the um, thing down in the basement, yeah. it was ticking like a time bomb. Well, and no, it had the red warning light. Yeah, uh, meaning we haven't... There wasn't any noise going or anything, yeah. but it's implying uh, we we're, got... getting, we're getting ready for a sequel, folks, and, and the early mm. discussions as we speak. Yeah. Now, hang on. Go on. If you are interested, and I would so surely think you would be if you're a Ghostbusters fan... If you have been seeing it at the pictures or the theatre, what are you going to call it there? Um, yeah. eBay has plenty for sale, new and used. The used ones, priced quite well, not quite good. Mm-hmm. Amazon, yes, yeah, rentable, obviously, and plenty to buy. Right. Um, so, look, I would, if you're a diehard Ghostbusters fan, I would just go along and buy it, just add it to the library. You know, yeah, and those of you who one. have ever watched the reboot, ignore that and just try no, to focus no, on no, this no, one. Not, the, reboot, <laughs> the reboot is a good standalone movie, mm-hmm. okay? It ties into the movies, but it's a standalone, okay? Yes. Okay, it's it's just mm-hmm. taking... The piss out of it. Take the piss out of the first movie <laughs> to a certain degree. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Um, but the point, it's not, it has nothing to do with the original two movies. Mm. Anyway, irrespective, I'm going to give it ten. I'm going to give this one um, nine and a half out of ten. The reason why I'm giving it ten is they stayed faithful to the original. Mm-hmm. The filming's good. And it's a the tribute to Harold. I, it's, yeah, I was going to say, the acting's good. Everything has been done well. Mm-hmm. And I can't put any faults on it. Mm-hmm. And the fact is, I gave it an extra half a, percent, half a point because, of, yes, Harold, in respect to Harold Ramis... Uh, and it Ivan. Was, it was, it was, and Ivan, but maybe... Ham, oh, Harold wrote the original story, okay, with Dan Aykroyd. So, in respect to uh, him, I gave next to half to bring it up to a ten, because Harold Ramis and Dan Dan Aykroyd, if they didn't put their heads together, we wouldn't be having this podcast tonight. Yeah, and yeah. Well, I often think this Ghostbusters movie was, I mean, Dan Aykroyd, he, I think he was the brains behind it because I think that 
he was addicted to um, supernatural ghosts and stuff like that, and that's probably he did, where. Yeah, he, 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 that's right. He did. Wasn't his father yeah. or grandfather or somebody into uh, the occult or something? That's where he got his interest from. Mm, most likely. I think we did. We, I think we did the Ghostbusters yeah. last year, the year before. Yeah, two years and we, ago. And we dug it up, and it, yeah, he, he got his interest from. Yeah. A grandfather yeah. or his father or somebody. Yeah, he, yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, and that's where he got his idea for the Ghostbusters yeah, story. Yeah. And, and him Harold and Harold ca- came up with the, the script and approached Ivan, and then we, they made history. Yeah, yeah. yeah, very much made history. I, and my only problem is I'm just sad yes. that um, Harold wasn't alive to see the end product. I'm sad that he yeah. didn't get to see uh, this movie. Uh, speaking of people dying, I mean... We're not. This is this is live streaming. You got to hear this a week or two, but we just heard today uh, in uh, here today's Fred. today's date here at the moment is the fourteenth of May. But we heard that last week Fred Ward died. Yeah, poor man. Now, if, for those of you those of you who don't know Fred Ward, I mean he's been a few things, but we saw him in uh, to cast Deadly Spell. He was in the first and second Tremors movies. Yeah, first and second yeah, Tremors and, movie. Uh, I, I I really I really like Fred Ward's acting. Um, I haven't seen every movie he's been in, but when he's been in something, he delivers it good. And it's a it's a shame he's gone. Um, yeah, it's a, yeah. Let's take a moment of silence for the human. No, okay? they can take a moment of okay, silence. Okay, no, let's <laughs> just do it now for okay. as a bit about of a tribute ten, about to ten Howard. seconds. Hang on. There you go, Fred. Wherever yeah. you are, hope you went to heaven. Yeah, I hope uh, you haven't done anything bad, but uh, we'll be forgiven for yeah, it. Okay. Well, I forgive you anyway. There you <laughs> okay, that's about it for us, guys. Um, so be sure to check out the um, Ghostbusters, Ghostbusters Afterlife, Afterlife 2021. And be sure to let um, be sure to see if it measures up to the first other two movies. I think it do. Yes, and give us your food for thought on it. Please, please, please comment on yeah, on, on, on yeah, your do. thoughts on this Sometimes, movie. Sometimes, yeah, the the, uh, the Ethernet, Ethernet, whatever, is a bit quiet. Are you out there? We've got lots of subscribers, but no one's talking to us. Guys, please talk. We, do, we encourage you to speak. Yeah, we'd like to know what you're thinking. Some of you don't think. That's okay, but the other, other ones do. Yes. <laughs> Very funny, huh? No, not you. The one next to you. Yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, no, no. Okay. <laughs> That's about it for us tonight. So be sure to check it out and let's give us your food for thought. All right. This is Sarah Stevenson. And Marvel. Saying see you guys around. Bye, Bye for now. <laughs>